Revenue drives everything. The NASCAR fan is the most accepting of commercialization of all professional sports fans. And they are loyal. As a group, they are the most loyal of any professional sports fan base. This is where we connect the sponsor-friendly, loyal NASCAR fan to your radio station revenue. This is Selling Speed, the podcast, where we help you drive revenue with your host, Bob Quick from MRN. Hello again and welcome. This is an extra special episode of Selling Speed, the podcast, where we will play the audio from our latest sales webinar, looking at the 2023 NASCAR Next Gen Fan Study. Follow the links in the show notes to download your copy of the presentation and the webinar video. It's very powerful selling information to help you mine for new business, find places to promote the race broadcasts, and defeat those sales objections from your clients. I also ask that you subscribe, like, or follow Selling Speed the Podcast on whatever preferred podcast platform that you use so that this information is downloaded into your mobile device as soon as we post it. Now, without further ado, here's the 2023 NASCAR Next Gen Fan Study Revisited. If you're looking for the 2023 NASCAR Next Gen Fan Study Lunch and Learn with Motor Racing Network, you're in the right place. Um, we're going to be using the chat feature for questions and answers. I'll go over them at the end, but if you, as you think of them, please put them in the chat. That way you don't forget them and to ask them at the end. There's going to be a lot of data that we uh, go over in this presentation. Don't worry if you've missed something or you're not taking quick enough notes. We're going to share the actual uh, presentation as well as the um, recording of the video uh, of the webinar so that you can share it with your staff and it can be watched on demand and used in your presentations um, for your 2024 sales. Um, so let's get started. Um, our agenda today includes why we decided to do the study in the first place, the discussion of the appeal of NASCAR and its fan demographics. Plus, we're going to take a look at their consumer behavior and what we can take away um, from all this information. We're also going to talk about next steps on how to use the data um, with your local NASCAR sales. So why did we do the study? Well, we've had access to Nielsen ratings and Scarborough qualitative data for years, and there's always great information available um, from both those services. However, we found that many of our stations uh, don't contract for Nielsen ratings, let alone for the added cost of uh, Scarborough qualitative data. So we've been unable to share any of that information with our current affiliate base, ratings or qualitative. Uh, network radio is a little different than local radio. We live in the TV, DMA market ratings world because it's how national buyers buy uh, network radio, just like they buy uh, television. Um, it's similar to the TSA ratings that you get from Nielsen, but quite different than the Metro ratings that you're used to using. It's the same raw data called from the same surveys that your local level data comes from. It's just used a little bit differently. Um, if you buy your market ratings, uh, then you likely use share or rankers when you sell. Networks use AQH. It's a much different metric, and we wanted a solution 
that could be used by you in your efforts to sell NASCAR. Additionally, Scarborough data only tracks qualitative information in the top 88 Nielsen DMAs, so there's no information available from them for the other 120 DMAs, and that's a lot of places where we shine. Uh, not only us, but the um, but the uh, um, sport, as well as where our tracks are located. If you think about places like Darlington, Watkins Glen, uh, Iowa Speedway, they're all located outside of the top 88 DMAs. Enter uh, FMR Associates. Uh, they're a branch of Eastland Ratings, and their local radio analysis product, we'll call it LRA, um, we asked them how many markets it might take to fill out the information that would be representative of the remaining 120 DMAs um, that were missing from our Scarborough information. And they thought if we selected five markets that represented similar areas where we had uh, successful affiliates, places where maybe we once had affiliates or similar places where we once had successful stations, uh, then they could bring us a big enough survey to be representative of those 120 DMAs missing from Scarborough information. The LRA is designed the LRA is designed to be a qualitative survey for markets with a smaller population than 100,000 as established by their partner Eastland Ratings. So those markets that we choose may or may not match up with what you see in the Nielsen Radio market list. Um, and also just a reminder, this isn't a nationwide study. It's designed to, um, to fill out the information that was missing from Scarborough. So it's representative of those 120 DMAs that Scarborough does not survey. Uh, what were the markets we looked at? Well, we looked at Ashtabula, Ohio. It's a hole in an otherwise, uh, uh, state where we have many affiliates, Ohio. Um, it's a big racing state. A lot of uh, a lot of fans uh, travel from Ohio to go either to Michigan Speedway or Watkins Glen uh, to catch their the races um, live. Um, Bowling Green, Kentucky, also another a hole in our coverage. We had a long term affiliate there that got sold and lost our partner there, uh, and have had some difficulty finding another. Uh, Durant, Oklahoma, was another place that we picked. Uh, because one of the largest off-season races is held in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's called the Chili Bowl, where you'll find NASCAR stars competing and uh, thousands and thousands of people packing um, the Civic Center there where they hold it um, each year in January. Uh, Victoria, Texas is uh, in a state where th there are two cup races each year, but we have very little little coverage for some reason in that state. And Vincennes, Indiana, Illinois kind of straddles the river there uh, and the border there. Uh, with its proximity to Indianapolis Motor Speedway, we thought for sure there would be motorsports fans in that area of the country where we happen to have a hole in our coverage. Sometimes people ask why a station, if they're successful, would drop the programming uh, from uh, from Motor Racing Network. And I can tell you it's just like when there's a change in management at your local client. When that happens, sometimes even the most successful partnerships are put in jeopardy. Finally, uh, we wanted to license the data so that our affiliates could actually use it, not just be able to, for us to see it, but we wanted you to be able to take it to the street and use it. And they agreed that we could pass this data on to you. They are powerful selling tools that we'll be sharing 
about our fans that you can take to the street. Let's look at the appeal of NASCAR. As you can see there, 92% of motorsports fans are NASCAR fans, according to our study. Uh, when you're talking about auto racing in the U.S., you're really just talking about NASCAR, plain and simple. There's really nothing else that comes close to the popularity of NASCAR. Not F1, not IndyCar, not World of Outlaws, dirt racing, nothing. Um, F1 has been grabbing a lot of the headlines lately, and from what I've seen, they're a Kind of a competitor with IndyCar being the second most popular form of racing in the U.S. Um, and there's even been reports that the F1 popularity has plateaued. Of the areas surveyed, over a third of the respondents said that they enjoyed motorsports. Of those, 92% were NASCAR fans. It's heavy mail, uh, like most sports, with over 70% of the uh, audience um, uh, comprising men, but the female number approaching 30% is also pretty strong for a sport as well. What do these fans look like? As far as demographics are concerned, almost half of all NASCAR fans fall into um, uh, NASCAR. Yeah, almost half of NASCAR fans fall into radio's favorite demo of 25 to 54. You see that at the top bullet point there in the upper right. Uh, that outpaces the general population by almost 10%. So NASCAR fans, you can make the assumption, are, are radio listeners. Remember all these assumptions uh, that you will make when we talk about married people, when we're out and selling. I remember when I did local radio, we always were able to make some assumptions. We talked about... You know, most married couples owned a home, had kids, were employed, and so on. Well, you can make uh, those same assumptions about NASCAR fans uh, because they are more likely to be married um, by uh, than the general public by almost 6%. Um, one of the assumptions that we make about married folks is having kids, and almost 45% of NASCAR fans have children in the household under the age of 18. You can see in the chart above there at the bottom and the folks uh, who uh, enjoy NASCAR uh, also have money to spend over 23% make more than $75,000 a year with half of those earning more than $100,000 annually so when we talk about spending power how do we take this to the street and what are great categories well NASCAR consumer behavior um, in the 21 categories that we studied, um, really out outdid the general population in every single category. In fact, um, on average, it was by 10.1%. Um, I highlighted the ones that were over that 10.1%, but you can certainly make an uh a case for every single one of these categories uh, for a client that represents them. Let's take a look at some of the highlights. Um, number one, purchased a new or used car in the uh, or truck in the next six months was uh, one of the one of the uh, categories that over-indexed by at least ten percent uh, as compared to the general population. Uh, the biggest one was purchase outdoor sports or recreation equipment in the next six months. When you think about ATVs and RVs, jet skis, mountain bikes, kayaks, boats, trailers, 
that category over-indexed by 16% um, than the general public. Others included purchasing power tools or equipment for work or home use in the next six months. Things like chainsaws, lawn and garden equipment, both battery and gas operated uh, outdoor tools. Uh, things like um, when you purchase uh, purchase major electronic items in the next six months. TVs, computers, tablets, iPads, Wi-Fi, routers, home security cameras, video doorbells, all those things uh, are under that category. And NASCAR fans, once again, by more than 10% um, over-indexed the general population. The need for financial services in the next six months. Uh, things that, that you commonly think about when you see advertising on NASCAR like insurance and banking but also think about financial advisors and uh, folks that uh, uh, deal with investments. Uh, purchasing a new cell phone in the next six months. And when, when, uh, when you think about that, also don't forget about service providers. There's still some local ones out there, as well as uh, people that sell accessories like smartwatches and other things that are connected uh, via cellular um, systems. And finally, the need for auto repair or purchase new tires or a new battery in the next six months. That also was a category that outperformed the general public by over 10%. But once again, I can't stress this enough of uh, all the 21 categories that we looked at. Every single one, the NASCAR fan um, out-indexed. I only highlighted the ones that were uh, over 10 percentage points or over the average that we came up with with that big that big bullet point there on the left. There's also great stories and opportunities for remodeling a home, medical services, casinos, restaurants, travel, groceries, and and more. One of the things that we also looked at when uh, we looked at the consumer behavior of the NASCAR fan was how cross-promotion of your NASCAR races on all your cluster stations is probably a good thing to do uh, because, as expected, we found a large number of listeners to sports-formatted stations, rock and country-formatted stations that enjoy racing. Uh, we were also not surprised by the numbers that we got for classic hits and news talk stations. All those are bread and butter formats for the motor racing network. What we didn't expect to see was the percentages for popularity of the sport among listeners to contemporary Christian and Hispanic Tejano formatted stations outperforming the general public uh, for interest in the sport. And like we said before, um, with almost 30% of our fan base uh, being women, there's large amounts of listeners to top 40 and adult contemporary stations who enjoy motorsports as well. In fact, we have a good number of AC stations that actually carry our programming. But if an owner or a general manager or a programmer isn't quite willing to take that leap of faith and put NASCAR on, on a female-focused radio station, you have to do what's right for you and for your market. 
The information does support that you should promote the fact that one of your other stations in the cluster has the NASCAR races. And, and I would say do that on all your stations because there are large numbers of listeners to all those formats that are NASCAR fans and enjoy racing. And how else are they going to know they have it unless you promote it, right? So what can we take away from this study? Well, number one, NASCAR fans are radio listeners. Almost half of them are in that 25, 54-year-old group that that radio has tried to appeal to for decades. NASCAR is America's favorite form of motor store. Hand down, 92% of everyone that said uh, that they were a, a, a racing fan follow NASCAR. And that was close to a third of everyone studied. So uh, there's a large number of folks out there um, that are NASCAR fans listening to radio stations all across the country. Over half of NASCAR fans are married. So you can make all those same assumptions when you're trying to appeal to those categories looking for married couples. That dual income. And all those categories that appeal to those people. NASCAR fans represent major spending power and over-index the general population as consumers of products and services, as we saw in all those 21 categories that we studied. And almost every radio format has a large NASCAR base, uh, fan base listening to it. So let's uh, take a look at some next steps, what we can do to take advantage of this information. Number one, uh, now is the time. Uh, uh, Our most successful stations um, make their plans to sell NASCAR uh, between when uh, they're done selling football and before uh, the holidays begin. So kind of in that uh, beginning of the fourth quarter time period that we're in now. Uh, to look ahead to 2024, they do it in an annual uh, type package where they include not just uh, spots in the race, but also they dedicate um, some of their um, inventory during the week to help put pressure on that inventory uh, uh, to help uh, with their rates for everything else that they sell as well. Um, they include uh, digital products, whatever um, whatever they uh, uh, their company or uh, their management has deemed um, important to them, whether it's streaming or or uh, um, SEO sales or um, or social media or a combination thereof. They kind of make this into a annual um, 360 marketing plan um, and use use NASCAR as the carrot to go out and get. Uh, appointments, whether it's using the data here or talking to a, a, a client who's a NASCAR fan or talking to a client who knows the people that shop at his, their business are NASCAR fans. If you're not already cross-promoting uh, on all your cluster stations, this is the time to start doing it. Um, there are NASCAR fans uh, listening to them um, and may not know that you have NASCAR on one of your other stations. If you have the ability to promote in the outside media, target places that share audience with the top radio formats for NASCAR, whether places where you're going to find sports fans or country fans or classic rock fans, you know, maybe it's uh, 
working with a venue that uh, gets a lot of those aging classic rockers uh, for concerts and whatnot. And, you know, buying uh, signage there or doing a trade deal with them. Or maybe uh, it's uh, using your country station's um, uh, uh, re- um, relationships with uh, uh, the, the, the labels to uh, work country concerts and, and, and have some signage there or pass out flyers to talk about that you have you have NASCAR or you know if you're doing uh, high school sports you know putting a uh, an ad in the uh, program that they that that local high school has to promote that you have NASCAR because all those types of fans are more likely to be a NASCAR fan uh, those fans of sports those fans of country and classic rock. Uh, target the new business, target new businesses that are represented from all those 21 categories on page six. I can't uh, stress this enough. Those are uh, great ways to go get ap- appointments when you say that you have, uh, you know, a, uh, an, uh, audience that, uh, over indexes in purchasing the goods and services of a client that is represented under one of those categories. Here's one that's outside the box, and it's because I have friends that have that run TV stations, and I hear the same things from them as I hear from radio stations across the country. They just can't find the right and enough salespeople. So consider working with your local broadcast TV station that has NASCAR. And remember, you have all the races. That local TV station only has a portion of whether it's Fox or NBC's schedule because Fox and NBC also put those races on their cable channels. So um, it might be helpful to TV just as much as it would be helpful to you to have some sort of a working together agreement when it comes to selling NASCAR. You know, TV's in the same boat. They're having a hard time finding staff members and and, and sellers. And um, I, like I said, I hear that from radio stations all across the country. Um, you know, maybe this is, uh, if there's a willingness on both sides to discuss it, maybe you could figure out a way. Maybe it's only when it pertains to new business. Maybe it's, uh, um, you know, there's, there's a way maybe for you to be able to work together and both both benefit um, from your NASCAR affiliation and selling NASCAR uh, for each other. And remember, uh, when it comes to auto racing in the U.S., nothing comes close to the size of the NASCAR fan base. Once again, 92% of all motorsports fans are fans of NASCAR. So um, let's see here. Do we have any questions in the chat? We don't so far. So that's good. Very good. That means I answered them all. But if you come up with any um, as uh, as the day goes on, please um, feel free to reach out to me. This is my information. Uh, it's my email address and my phone number. And um, you can reach out to me. That goes directly to my office. And we can talk and more and, and, and answer any questions you might have. Once again, we're going to uh, send out this link to everyone so that you have not only the uh, presentation itself, so that you can add that into your uh, your sales um, packages and um, whatnot for next year and uh, also to brainstorm and work with your staff on it. Um, you'll also have the video to be able to um, have your staff um, look at it uh, at a later date. So thank you for joining me. I appreciate it so much. And uh, once again, uh, please feel free to reach out 
if uh, you have any questions regarding uh, this particular presentation or just uh, your affiliation uh, with MRN in general. Have a great day. Hey, thanks for listening. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to me, Bob Quick, at bequick at mrn.com or my direct line, 704-262-6713, 704-262-6713. Thanks for listening and happy selling.